This week on One Crazy Story, comedian Matt Holt joins us to talk about the time he met Billy Squire. Billy Squire is standing 40 yards away from me yeah. at a card table with a Sharpie, cap off, That's ready so to sign. Great. By the way, he is holstered. He yeah. has an autographed chamber. He's just right waiting. Now. Is there a line? Is there no, a thing? No, of nobody. Not. There's nobody there. <laughs> Nobody's there. He's, at a, he's like at a kid's Thanksgiving dinner table. Hello and welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster, and this week I'm talking with comedian Matt Holt. Matt Holt's a very, very funny guy hailing from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, he's lived all over, though. He's lived in Michigan. He's now in Kentucky. He's working on a lot of cool stuff down there. Matt's a great guy and was kind enough to come over and do my podcast. If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining me. This is awesome that you're here. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, and if you're a returning listener, hell yeah, thank you for continuing to listen. Because it's, I mean, that's awesome. That means you like it, I hope. Anyway, if, it, if you don't like it and you're listening every week, it's a weird choice. It's a weird life choice to make. Not going to lie. I'm very excited to talk to Matt this week. Um, so when I asked Matt what he wanted to talk about, he goes, uh, it's about the time I met Billy Squire. And I go, well, that's interesting. You know, meeting a, a famous musician. That's got to be a lot of fun, right? Well, it was uh, particularly fun for Matt because this involved um, sweet revenge. Revenge that uh, Billy Squire had no clue was coming mainly because he had no clue he had ever pissed off Matt Holt. So I want you to think of uh, a musician you really love and um, say one day you see an interview with that musician and they say something that really pisses you off and instantly you are no longer a fan. You're like, fuck this guy. That's exactly what happened to Matt. Big fan of Billy Squire up until he saw an interview with him where, um, uh, where he said something that Matt didn't agree with. And you know what? Matt held on to that anger until well into his adult life. One day, Matt got the opportunity to confront Billy Squire about this issue, and you'll never guess how he handled it. Um, and he did so without being that rude, really. Like, he did a great job of just kind of telling Billy Squire to fuck off without Billy even knowing. So it was the best revenge Matt could ever get on the guy. And uh, in this case, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And uh, I'm so glad Matt was kind enough to come on the podcast and talk about it. Um, so you guys are going to love Matt. Um, you should definitely check out what Matt's up to. Go to his website. Just look up Matt Holt, M-A-T-T-H-O-L-T. All the links to his website, his social media, everything will be available in the description on this episode. So make sure you get in touch with Matt. Follow him on social media. Do all of that stuff. Go see him live. He's a very funny stand-up comedian. Go see him. He tours all over the country. Um, also, if you enjoy anything I do, you can always follow me on social media at One Crazy Story or at Nate Comedy. Get in touch with me there. And if you love the show and you want to tell me what you think, please send me an email to onecrazystory at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know if there's a guest you like or you want to hear more of. And if you enjoy the show, uh, why don't you give a tell your friends? Uh, tell your friends about it. They'd be great. That's the best way for you to help the show. Just share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Leave a review on iTunes. You can listen anywhere. Any podcast app you can think of, it's available. So there's no excuse. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now enjoy this week's episode with myself and comedian Matt Holt. I'm going to be a little fuzzy on the year, but I'm going to say somewhere around like 1984. Okay. Well, 84 probably. I was, uh, I would have been just 
in middle school or just getting into high school. I'm not sure which. I know. And it's a young Matt Holt. Right. Every, yeah. And every time I say this, everyone does the math and tells me how old they were at the right, time. And right. I'm like, that just makes me. Well, not even like at the time, uh, but like just that this took place when you're like right. young. Oh, yeah. I was expecting oh, yeah. this to be like. No, uh, no, no, no. no. I, I, was in high, I, was not, I was either in middle school or, high, or early high school. And I was reading. Uh, uh, back then we had magazines. It wasn't all on the internet. You know? <laughs> yeah, back then and, we had magazines. And there was a magazine called, I think it was, it was either Cream Magazine or <laughs> Hit Parade or Circus. Those okay. were the three like rock music magazines. Okay. Kind of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone was out too, but uh, these, these were- These are those underground, yeah. like, kind of self-published. So uh, I think it was Circus Magazine. There was an uh, interview with Billy Squire. Now- People that don't know who that is, he had a hit called The Stroke and uh, something else. Not a lot. He had a few hits. In the 80s, he was big, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he was on the Fast Times at Ridgemont High soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I read this article. I was a fan. I mean, I I had his his music. Well, that and, era, too. You're going to... Yeah, yeah, what else are you listen to? Yeah. So uh, he had an album that had come out that was not very well reviewed. It, the critics did not... Mm -hmm. uh, did not review it well and it wasn't selling terribly great. So this interviewer said, you know, this album seems to be struggling compared to your past albums. <laughs> a lot of the fans are saying they're not enjoying it as much as your previous stuff. You know, what do you think about that? And his reply was, well, I really don't make music for my fans. I make music for myself and oh, shit. my fans would like to come along. <laughs> they're welcome to, but really I do this for me. And at that point I'm like, fuck Billy Squire. Right. right. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm buying this. You know, yeah. Yeah. What a Yeah. Like so a, I'm pissed. Like a, I'm pissed off. This is, like, this is we'll great. Say this is 1985. Okay. I'm angry. Yeah. Right? Uh, Goddamn. That's Matt Holt off. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And I've got tickets to that's see great. him. That's great you that know? you had this feeling oh, as a fire. middle at elementary school age. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Fuck I, this guy. I had tickets to see him uh, like three months after that. He was uh, Rat and Billy Squire. It was a co-headlining bill. Wow. It was fantastic. I went with one of my friends from high school. He was a moron. We, he, he was like, who do you think is going to go up first? I'm like, what's got to be? Who knows? Gonna, who's going to open that right, show? That's what, and, and so then he had this dumb idea that wouldn't it be cool if like Rat sang a song and then Billy Squire sang <laughs> they, a song? They like, like, who the fuck? What's wrong with you? Like, who thinks that they're going to want to tear a drum kit down that every would be song? So, that'd be so crazy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a gig that I'm surprised we haven't done. I know. You know like, I'm so going to do shitty. a joke. Matt's going to do a right. joke. Yeah, I'm going to exactly. do a <laughs> we're gonna split the, we're gonna we, and we have to enter each other every time yeah oh and every time ladies uh, and gentlemen give it up for matt holt i actually wouldn't mind trying that that'd be kind of funny yeah I, we and should, don't tell the crowd that we're no doing one it. knows yeah so we just we're gonna do bring it. up your next guy matt holt so funny the guy so, you saw before me so um <laughs> we couldn't decide who's gonna close so i live with this anger mm -hmm. and uh, I, i'm the kind of guy where uh, I will sit on frustration and anger for years. <laughs> Especially something oh. like yeah. like Billy Squire. So fast forward to uh, Billy Squire is pretty much out of my life at this point. I mean, we're, we're, we're not really. On, I'm glad. We're not, yeah, we're not on good terms. I'm, we're we're estranged from one I'm another. He's unaware, by the way, that this we're having so trouble. This is so funny. Yeah. Oh my God, this is great. So he has no clue that he and I are at odds. And um, mm -hmm. so in 1999... So we're talking 15 years later. <laughs> a pissed off mad hole. Oh, yeah. Just seething with anger. Still every day. Can't sustain a, a personal relationship because of the anger I'm carrying from this. <laughs> You're Billy bringing Squire this into oh, absolutely. Like, it, your personal yeah, relationship. Yeah, Billy Squire's baggage is, is so everyone's great. baggage in my life. <laughs> so I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and I, I walk into uh, Tower Records, right? <laughs> it's on uh, 
on Vanderbilt University campus. Was this premeditated? No, no. I just happened were to walk just, in. I just were walk, you like, wait, in 99, were you doing comedy? Not yet. I had not yet started comedy. Okay. I was about two months away from my first open mic. Did you go happened. Did you go to Nashville um, to do this? No, no. I went to Nashville. Oh. I was I was dating a girl in Nashville. Okay. So I was driving back and forth every other so, weekend to okay. see her. Well, you happen to be in town. Yeah, so this I'm, isn't, in, this I'm in Nashville. <laughs> and There's uh, a reason you met this woman. Right. Ab- this oh, is the reason. She was placed in my path. She, yes. Without a doubt. She was a pawn in this whole thing. Uh, she was at work on this day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what are you going to do when, you're, when your lady's working? You're I'm, gonna I'm, go- <laughs> I'm gonna go buy some, some music, yeah. you know? So I go to Tower Records. And it's on Vanderbilt University campus. It's on West End in Nashville. It's mm-hmm. very trendy. It's very busy. I go into Tower Records. I'm looking around. And I see a sign that says, today, in-store appearance, <laughs> Billy Squire. It's like on a on a whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is Oh, shit. Great. This is meant so to a, be. I, I have a friend there who's with me. And I look at him. And I go, hey, just go along with me. Does he's, he Does he know your he history? He doesn't know the story. He doesn't know. <laughs> so this is just, he is blind this is at this point. This is completely uncalled for in, your, yes. in, in this yes. person's eyes. Absolutely. He is basically on the piggyback ride of his life. So great. So, and I, I go, just go along with me. And, and we've been friends for uh, some time. And so he's used to me saying, go along, go along with yeah, me. Yeah, right. Like, what's the worst? You're a good so person. At the time, <laughs> do this. in the music industry, if you go to a, a store that sold music, which is an antiquity now. but Yeah. Like, like uh, you go like to a Best Buy or something. They used to have, like in the aisle, there was a big display, mm-hmm. like a big bin, and they had cassettes. And the, they, these were cassettes that weren't that had not sold well. Right. So they were called cutouts. It's like the yeah, it's like the five dollar DVD bin at exactly, Walmart. Exactly. Exactly. So these were they were called cutouts, and the reason they called them cutouts is on the spine of the cassette case there was a little notch in it that yeah. meant that it wasn't a good seller, so they were discounted. Okay. And they were like. A dollar ninety nine, right? Yeah. At the time, a cassette was like nine ninety nine. So we go. Damn. I take him to the cutout section, me and my friend, and I'm looking through and I'm grabbing these cassettes. I pick up like a uh, like a Thompson Twins (laughs) and probably uh, I probably a a Dio. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's like four I bought. I pick up one of them is like the first Billy Squire. Oh man. Oh man. (laughs) So I pick that up. So I have these four, this, ca- these four cassettes. This keeps getting more and more like this meant to so be. This is so premeditated. This ridiculous. Yeah, I love it. So uh, I walk up to the counter and uh, I set the cassettes down. And the cashier, she's ringing everything up. And luck be, luck be what it is, <laughs> the last one she picks up is Billy Squire. She picks up the final one, which is the Billy Squire cassette. And she goes, Billy Squire? <laughs> he's here today. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And yeah. she goes, no, he's in the store Doing an in-store appearance. I go, oh, that's cool. And she goes, no, no, he's here. Like, she's, just, <laughs> he's nobody's blown here. Away. Like, he's in the building, <laughs> and you're buying this. And I go, yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. And she's like, no, he's right over. And she points that's in her so great. Billy Squire is standing 40 yards away from me yeah. at a card table with a Sharpie, cap off, that's ready so to sign, great. by the way. He is holstered. He yeah. has an autographed chamber. He's just right waiting. Now. Is there a line? Is there no, a thing? No, of nobody. Not. There's nobody there. <laughs> Nobody's there. He's, at a, he's like at a kid's Thanksgiving dinner table, like a fold out card table. <laughs> like that one right yeah, there. Yeah, he's like yeah, at a yeah. euchre table. It's a euchre table. And he's just standing there and he's got the cap off of the Sharpie, just praying that someone oh my, comes oh. and asks for an autograph. And what are you? And, and what I look is over your... and I go, huh, okay. And I'm going about my transaction, right? And she goes, no, but you're. He's. <laughs> he's. Billy, she leans back. <laughs> she Billy, can't. this guy, he's here. He's buying your, and he looks over. He goes, what? And she goes, 
This we have a customer who's buying your music right now. He's got and he, she's like rattling the cassette. <laughs> yeah, right. And next thing I know, Billy Squire in his rock star clothing yeah. comes walking over and he's got I never will forget this. He has the cap of the Sharpie <laughs> in his hand and the uncapped Sharpie in his right hand. And he's like, Hey, how's it going? And he comes walking up, I go, Hey, how's it uh, nice to meet you? And he's like, So uh what you're picking up some of my <laughs> my music? And I go, Yeah. Yeah, it was a cutout. And he goes, uh, great. He goes, uh you want me sign that for you? And I go, Oh no, it's not necessary. Oh my God. That's not necessary. Oh my God. And he goes, Well, I, I don't understand. I go, No, it's it's I, I don't need you to sign it. I don't it. need it's it. Fine. No. <laughs> he goes, Well, I'm here, you know. Do you want me to I'm, just I'm happy sign to it? I mean I'm, it's easy. I can just sign. I go, No, no, it's it's fine. And he's like, I don't understand the problem. I mean, I'm, I'm doing an in-store appearance, and I mean, if you're if you're buying, my, I would be happy to. I go, no, I understand what you're saying, but it's not. It's not necessary. It's, it's not it's necessary. Good. He's it's like, good. I, I guess I don't understand the problem. Now he's furious. That's so great. And I go, all right, look, I, this is now kind of embarrassing. <laughs> so you have to tell. Yeah, so go, you have to go, explain everything right, to Billy Squire. Right. I go, look, here, this is a little embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> I record a lot of my own music at home. And uh, a blank TDK tape, that's a brand. I go, a blank TDK or Maxell tape is like five ninety nine a piece. These are $1.99. I buy these, I take them home, and I tape over the notch on the cassette, <laughs> and I record it. And you just see this moment of clarity. <laughs> this light bulb hits in his head, and he goes, you mean you're buying my music, <laughs> and you're going home, and you're recording other music over it? And I go, yeah. Because you're recording over on my music. I go, not just your music. Just, I've got this cassette, and I've got this one. I just happened to grab four. Yeah, and right. He, I didn't know you were here today. And he goes, so, so let me let me understand. You're recording over my art. And I go, yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's like. I'm not signing this fucking thing. I didn't ask you to sign yeah. it. I asked you, asked you four times not to sign it. You he goes, I can't believe that you're doing that. I go, I, I didn't know you're going to be here. Yeah. And he goes, so yeah, I, I'm not signing anything for you. You need to take off. I go, I'm leaving. I, yeah, I, right. I, this I didn't, is not, this, this is, wasn't part of my day. Yeah. I was just buying some tapes Yeah, and I just walked out and I thought making music for your fans now, aren't you? you dumb That's bastard. So great. And I don't know what happened after that. But that was my Billy Squires. Oh my God, that's amazing! One of the, uh, you're, you're you know Stuart Huff. Mm -hmm. Okay, one of the first times I was around Stuart Huff, Stuart and I have been friends for probably 15 years. Okay, and we we're sitting at a diner one night, and uh, Billy Squire comes over <laughs> the, and I go, I fucking hate Billy Squire, and he goes, Whoa, where is this coming? Yeah, from? right. And I tell him so, the story, yeah. and he goes. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. That is in my amazing. Life. He's like, you have to talk about that on stage, and it's been. 10 years probably yeah before, and i just started trying to find a way to tell wow the story on stage. that's so funny though just yeah. the idea that you have to explain to anyone like that yeah like, and someone even to said their me, face like you could have lied you could have just said well so say you hadn't had all of these bad feelings right <laughs> maybe if this happened in a world where you you did not hate the man right and he came up to you and you saw he was lonely at that table and was like I want to sign that. Would you have just said, sure, man, and not have gone out of your way to well, tell him it, it you're going to record happened. it? That's true. The whole that thing was true. manufactured. Yeah. I mean, I'm into this this bit uh, about 45 minutes of my time uh -huh. and uh, $8 plus tax for the four cassettes that I'm purchasing that I literally <laughs> just went out and threw in the in the trash. I wasn't, I didn't mean this was all That's investment so toward funny. You know, ruining his life. That is so funny. So I, yeah, I don't know how that would have, uh, you know, worked out otherwise but i've had friends 
that I've told that story to, and then they've said, man, you know, if I ever ran into him, I would ask him if he remembers that. I'm like, I'm sure he doesn't remember this. Right. I'm sure he has shut that out of his mind immediately because. How many times, how many experiences, like, because your, your voice kind of, you guys got oh, yeah. kind of loud, Oh, yeah, we right? were getting loud, yeah. <laughs> he's furious. Like he's got to remember that, He's right? furious with his big. Because uh, how many, I mean, how like, look at what we do. How many people, individuals do you remember about like that either like oh the other guy was better oh yeah like yeah. were you like overhear that shit i'm like oh i remember i remember when people you know you remember little shit like that yeah I and guess, if it really got to him i guess i never thought about if it really got to him yeah as a creative person a, a, a man buying his music could you imagine like some we're just in a store and someone's buying your album like right. it'd then, still be kind of like holy shit somebody's just right into my stuff like you know yeah I but know. I, i'm in, uh, i'm enough of a of a whore about selling my shit that I don't mm. care what you do with it once right. you take it home. Oh, totally. Yeah, buy it. I don't, don't care. I would be honored if you recorded over yeah. anything I put yeah, out. Yeah, like I, I, I worked with Jimmy Pardo for a long time, and Jimmy would say, yeah, my, I sell a CD after the show. It's $10, you know? <laughs> you buy it or don't buy it or buy it and break in front of me. I don't give a shit if I got the $10. It's like, well, yeah, you got right. me, whatever. Right, it's you like, get to do what you want with yeah, that. Yeah, it's whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but now I think about that, and I've never thought about this until we sat down to talk about it. Anyone that was on the periphery of that exchange, mm -hmm. I would love to know their, the cashier. their experience. Yes. Yeah. Because the cashier, she was the catalyst to everything. <laughs> yeah. And if she doesn't pull that, this is not in, not happening. Yeah, totally. Like, it's it requires her to be what I expected that cashier to be. There, I had a lot of faith in her. I put Dude, a lot that was, of... It, you couldn't have asked for a better... Because, like, when you did mention it, it was like, oh, you're like, no, I planned this. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, that still was... Some of that was just like beauty. You, you know be, what I mean? Hey, you just got to just be in. It's buying a lottery ticket. Yeah. I, I spent $8 on the lottery tickets and thank God Billy, Billy Squire was the Powerball. That's, That's so funny. Yeah. It was, uh, I have told, uh, I mean, seriously, I've told that story since it, I didn't say anything initially. I told my brother about it mm -hmm. like right after. And, uh, but I didn't tell anyone else because it was like everyone else would think I was an asshole. Yeah. But by 90, by 99, he was pretty much done. He's probably doing like the, uh, <laughs> the rib fest circuit and, <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I have not seen him out, uh, in any kind of performance no. capacity at all. I haven't I mean, thought about him. And we would, I mean, don't we would wrong, see him I'm, in Michigan yeah. with Soaring Eagle and all yeah. those places, but I don't, I've never seen his name. That's so funny. You think he stopped touring because of you? I hope so. God, could you imagine if that was like. That'd be I, I, that'd be a, I would take that to my grave. <laughs> Dude, I would, I would want epic. that. I'd, that would be in my intro from now on. Yeah, this guy this stopped Billy Squire from this touring. This guy single handedly yeah, shut down Billy Squire. Retired Billy Squire. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Oh was my like, god, that is so funny. I, I probably shouldn't be as proud of it as I am. No, nah, I, I no, that's yeah. beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah, I I can't think of anyone I would want to do that to or to like ever get the chance to really because you know we all we all say. Um, how much you hate whoever it is, Kim right. Kardashian right, or right. whatever. Oh, she's awful. If you ever met that woman, would you really just say you guys suck? You ruin every or you know like yeah, wouldn't you just kind of wouldn't you kind of just go, hey, that's crazy. Especially now being in the in you know in a creative endeavor yeah. now, I'd be less likely to do it now. Yeah, like to wait just because I'm like, man, I don't, I, you know. I mean, 90, you haven't really pissed me off that much that I would actually tell you off if I met you. Well, keep in mind, in 99, I was 30. Yeah. Like, I wasn't a child. <laughs> I'm a 30-year-old man. man. <laughs> you know, I'd just gone through a nine-year marriage and divorce. And oh, I was, my God. I was, I was, I was about You've to enter. You've been through into, some shit. Oh, I was, you yeah. know, I was about to get to... I had my 
date scheduled for my first open mic. Uh So I had all this stuff in front of me and everything. And I was a productive member of society, had a corporate job and Mm -hmm. people worked for me and I had, Mm -hmm. I had a 401k. I mean, all this shit, but it didn't matter on that day. I became the most rudimentary version of a human being. I could be. That took me back to 1985. Wow. Uh, It was, I can still see that whole, that whole day. I can still, I can, I can still picture walking in to that tower records i remember everything about that day yeah. and, and i've done things like that and nashville was a catalyst there were a lot of things in nashville i did uh i was in i was in a uh, uh a borders bookstore uh-huh. uh, not far from that tower records <laughs> and there was a, a a card table set up and i looked at my buddy and i go go find me four copies of the same book and so he comes back with oh, his so four just, books. Just some author, yeah. It's so he just not even, back. It's not like J.K. Rowling. It's no, not like no, some nobody, famous no, author. It's just, it's yeah, just the some more obscure the better. It's some self-published just just a, just a book. Working, yeah. So the guy shows my buddy shows ass. up, gives me four copies of a book. I sit on the table. I then stand on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. and I stood there. And the people walk by and go, "Hey, how's it going?" They're That's, like, "Great." I go, "Want to get a copy of my book?" And like one person took the book. I signed the book. <laughs> That's so great. They're like, "Yeah, would you sign it?" I'm sure. And I'm looking around, and there's a sharpie on the ground next to the table so i pick it up and what's your name and i sign it with that person's name and they That's walk so up funny. yeah so it was uh i was a little more you gave that guy a then. sale though Do, i mean true. would you get i was gonna say could you get mad could, like, could, imagine coming back to your merch table and like someone's just selling your shit i as would love that wouldn't that be amazing yeah would that be kind of like and, and they also sold a bunch yeah have you worked have you worked a club where the club does your sales for you yeah, punchline in Atlanta. They will run like you just stand there, but they're the ones doing changing the, all the money and everything. Yeah, uh, well, that was like it was like the closest Oliver to having a pimp. Right, it was amazing. I mean, yeah. he was being protected. I think that helps sales too, it, especially. You I know? think so too because they. I mean, I sold a lot. Well, and you can also like talk to people right. and just go talk to that guy. He's got it all. Right. You know, right. like. You can yeah, really connect I, with people as opposed to going, here, buy my shit. Uh, and then as you're taking money right. from someone, five people walk by and you're like, no, shit. Like, I yeah, want to. Or like, that you get that one guy that has yeah. the story he wants to tell you about his own. Oh, uncle. my God. Oh, like, Jesus there's Christ. Always, man, can you not do every that? Every show. Every show, there's that guy. I hate it. I, I don't think I've ever not had an experience like that after a show. If Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> because you, you walk that line of being the guy going, hey, can you. Not do this now. I'm right. trying to. I'm trying to get gas <laughs> right. to the next place. I'm knocking water over You're the cool. table. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, merch sales. I'm are trying the, to work, that's man. My least favorite part of the night, but yeah. it's the most essential right it, now. Yeah, you know, it does feel weird. It's it just does not, feel weird. Yeah, it's it's not fun. But yeah, but uh, now maybe I'll start selling Billy Swire cassettes. I would. I, sh- I can probably get them cheap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. If just, you do this, if you tell the story on stage, um, eventually it could be something you could totally do. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and like, uh, who knows? I mean, I, I, I kind of want this to go back full circle and and maybe get into some kind of a Twitter war with uh, Bill Squire. I'll, I'll tag him in this for yeah. sure because he needs to hear this. Imagine if he remembers this shit. Like he I, could be listening right now. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's got time on his hands. Yeah, so seriously. I don't know what he's doing. He might be doing great things, or he could be. Uh, have you in, even looked it, looked him up? I have not, not. I have not. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I feel today. like this still bothers you a little bit. Um, <laughs> it bothers me that because I'm going to assume that it it didn't. It, I think it probably affected him immediately. But then, thanks to uh, chemicals and whatnot, I would imagine it didn't <laughs> stick with him very long. And now it's probably to that point of his life where he's like, 
No, it never happened. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, who knows? He does, exp- I'm, you know, someone that lives a life like that experiences a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and why wouldn't you shut those things out? Right. You know? I don't know. There's shit that happened three weeks ago I don't remember. Yeah, that's so. true. I don't remember what I did two days ago. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I'd be like, wait, was that Monday? Or was that? Right. Oh, yeah. Days, you know, yeah, like, days don't make sense to me now at all. Like, it's like today's Friday. And, and time. Talking to a friend, and I'm like, why is he not responding? Oh, he's at work. That's why. <laughs> it's Friday. It's not a weekend. Same. Yeah, same thing. Because every day feels like the weekend. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Billy, if you're listening, no hard feelings. But uh, I, it's worse. I did not record over your music. I literally put it in the trash. <laughs> in the in the trash can outside of Tower Records. That's so cool. I literally walked outside, laughed, and put all four of those cassettes in the trash can. That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, I'm not. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. I'm not so. even gonna. I'm not even gonna record over that. Shit. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't well, record I just, anything. I can see him. See, I could see him. I could see him like just looking at you walking out. He's in the window, sees you throw these in the garbage. <laughs> I just remember his face when I as he's trying to process why I don't want his autograph. And I'm like, no, it's fine. He's like, no, like he's like doing the internal math in his head. He's like, well, you're here and I'm here. I have the sharpie. Well, let's get together on this. Yeah, right. And I'm and I'm, I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm you know, I'm baiting him appropriately. I, right, right. I, like I, I, if I could act as well in, the, in as I did in that situation in any audition I've ever done, mm-hmm. I would you, probably be yeah. well known at yeah, this point. You'd be, I, you'd be working. Everywhere. I need to, That's what I need to do when I go for an audition. I need to go to my Billy Squire headspace seriously, and then do that. The Squire and, method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what I start selling. The Squire, the Squire method, method. <laughs> right? Do you want to be disingenuous You're like a self-help. A You're like a life coach now. Life, life coach, Matt Holt. This, I like to teach what I call the Squire method. He, he had a, he had a, one of his albums called Signs of Life. So I could be a Signs of Life coach. Signs of Life coach. Right? We tie it all together. That's but, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I'll do seminars. I'll do a TED talk. Do you? <laughs> Maybe maybe do it like in character though. Yeah, maybe this ends with me and Billy doing a a podcast together. Yeah, like we're co-hosting a podcast. Like he starts satirizing, uh, you know, like Billy Squire's life as like a life coach or whatever, like like a Tony Robbins version. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I like it. Oh yeah, this is yeah, this this has got legs, man. Yeah, it's got legs. I think I think you're onto something. I I hope so. It was fun. I I I told uh, Stuart uh, Huff. uh, Let's see, I did that story for the first time on stage. Uh, May 11th at the uh, Laughs and Loggers in Frankenmuth. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to try this tonight because it was that was one of those gigs where I was doing four different shows mm-hmm. and I was I've been up there a lot. Just switch it up. Yeah. So I'm like, I ah, have fun. Get out people the... that have seen me and, yeah. and and so I told that story twice in those four shows and the first time it was great. Yeah. And it then always the goes second, so good. Yeah. The first time you try something like that it's and that, it goes great. It's that cherry delivery. Yeah. And, and then honestly, I'm so bad about it. I couldn't remember. Cause like I did have a, a punch uh-huh. that worked and then for next time I did it, I didn't remember what the punch Shit. was. So then I was just like, of course I was, you know, drinking. So sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there is that. There's Man, that. that. Yeah. There's a, there's a few stories or like story like things I want to try, but I usually, I try to get to them like yeah. where I'll, I'll just kind of go with just, here it is, and it's and sometimes it comes out just better than I ever could have like written it word for word. I think you have but, to be willing yeah. to do it and stand 
and take the punch. I Jumping mean, you without ha- a parachute, yeah, man. You, you, you gotta just got to find your way yeah. out, you know? Absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's how I've written most of my act is yeah. that way. I think the funniest things I've ever said have come about that way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because it's, you're, you just, at your most spontaneous, you're not filtered. Yeah. Um, and there's, and there's it has adrenaline. to be funny. You yeah, You have exactly. to make it funny before yeah. the end of it or else you're going to look like a real dipshit. Oh, God, that's the worst, too. I look like a dipshit a lot Oh, me too. I've done that. So you're like, oh, so anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I was real excited like to tell this. I was real excited. That happened to me last week, and uh, it wasn't quite sold out, but it was it was a good show. And nice. I, you know, and I was like, I got him. This is going well. Here's that newer thing. I was got like, I was like, I was right. towards the end. I'm like, all right, I got him. They like me. I'm gonna try this and nothing, just yeah. nothing. And then I go, I thought, I thought we had something. Right, here. right. Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got this is a, weird. You have to have this an exit set strategy. Took a turn, man. It was like it was like going just just going good, steady, steady laughs the whole way. They're into it, which you know, I don't know. It's fun when it happens right, like that. Right. It's just it's like yeah. a perfect night, and then I, I ruined it. I was explaining to <laughs> I just uh, ruined it. <laughs> a friend who's not in comedy uh, yeah. because anytime I'm around and he's going to come see me, he always says, "Do you got uh, you have any new material?" I'm like, eh, "Not not a lot. I mean, I'm working yeah. on it, but no, not a lot." Yeah. He's like, and I goes, what about that story you were talking about? Whatever it was. I'm like, yeah, it's not ready for stage. He's like, well, just do it. I go, dude, let me explain how. This is how yeah. comedy works. Comedy's like music. When you go see a band, you go see a band that maybe you don't love, but you're familiar with them, like mm-hmm. you like some of their music. Uh, you know, you go see Train, <laughs> and as long as they're playing Drops yeah. Jupiter, you're fine. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when they pull out something the new they're this working the- on, everyone's like, fuck this. <laughs> that's comedy. Yeah. It's like, give me the shit that I like. And I don't, you know. Yeah. And especially, and then when, if the audience doesn't know who you are, it's like, I can't just... You know what I mean? I gotta make oh, yeah. a good impression on these people. Oh yeah, and the booker you have to make an impression well, yeah, on. Yeah, we can't just come back when we want. You still right. gotta do good. Right. It you reminds still, me. It's of, like I can't just like like someone like Louis C.K. who would just run and you know he's just having him on your stage makes your club more valuable. Right. Absolutely. Doesn't matter where. He, so of course he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he can make people put their phones in bags. Yeah, you know. It's like uh, uh, if you've seen Spinal Tap. Yeah. Okay. When they're playing at the at the uh, amusement park, mm-hmm. and they and they do their jazz fusion, mm-hmm. that's what doing a, a new joke <laughs> yeah. for the first time ever on stage. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, here's this. You guys are probably going to hate it, but and it's going to chew up way too much time, and then I'm also going to lose so much momentum <laughs> that it's going to take me double that time to get you back. <laughs> but I want to see how this joke works, and it, it, what's it work five percent of the yeah, time? Yeah, right, right. But what? Yeah. That's the only way it, I can do it. It takes a while. Yeah, it, I mean, it's got a got to develop you know yeah, i can't sit that's why you see some guys over you know over a 10-year course doing the same shit it's like i mean but it's like perfect you yeah. know what i mean it's like every single word yep. and breath and stuff i mean you know yeah like you, I, there's still i i don't want to be that guy personally for right. my own goals and stuff i don't want to be oh yeah that I guy. but the people who do it who are really really good at it it's still kind of, it's still something to like I think it's impressive still in a way I, I where think I'm just so, like, holy I mean, shit if I could ever get my material. shit that word for word yeah. just like you know and if if it's yours if you've written it and yeah. crafted that material oh, yeah. then yeah it's amazing but, when, but, yeah. but then we also know the the same uh segment where we have people who have been doing the same thing for 10 or 15 years, but it's just hacky, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, Viagra jokes and, and shit. And yeah. I was, so, okay, I was doing a show uh, in Wisconsin, uh-huh. and it was a, a dual headliner show. Okay. And when I do one of those, typically, unless I'm working with, like, a friend or something, and we mm-hmm. can kind of work it out, 
it depends on the booker, but there are some bookers, and you know who we're talking about probably, but that they typically don't have the best roster of talent. Mm-hmm. Some really old standbys. Of yeah, oh, yeah. So whenever I work one of those, I will always, always volunteer to go first. I'm like, I'll go first. That's fine. Because I don't care about being last, and I'm going to do as well as well as I can, and then right. let's see how it's how all it good. Yeah, 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 no pressure here, you know. Yeah, so I, I I do this gig, and the other comic comes up and he goes, "So uh, how how do you want to do the show?" And I go, "I'll go first. I'll do 45 mm-hmm. up front, and you do you close 45." And he goes, "Yeah, that probably would that probably will work best." And I go, "All right, now you're being a dick." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, in the meantime, <laughs> I record a podcast before that some of the locals had a podcast they had me on, and I was talking about. How, um, you know, in comedy, there are people that do a lot of very uh, hack premises and things like that. And they said, oh, really? Like, like what would be one? I go, eh, you know, L.A., New York uh, kind of stuff, airplane mm-hmm. stuff. I go, Viagra is a big one. I mm-hmm. go, the four hour Viagra joke is. Yeah. I go, in fact, I'm, I'll do a joke tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's my version of that. Yeah. And I go, OK. So I go on stage and I tell a joke and I <laughs> my joke is. Uh, so I saw a commercial for Viagra and they said that the side effects are you could have an erection in the last four hours uh-huh. and they said to call a doctor. I said, I said, look, I'm here to tell you folks, <laughs> if I have an erection in the last longer than four hours, I'm not calling a doctor. I'm calling every comic that does this joke. That's funny. And it erupts, goes crazy. The guy who's closing the show does the f- goddamn Viagra joke. He wasn't watching me. Oh my God. So he does hilarious. the very joke that I made fun of and the crowd just went away from him. Right. The, they they right. would not go. That's with the rest of the hilarious. Show. And I'm like, I wish I would have recorded this. That is so funny. Yeah. I feel like too depend. I guess it depends on how the comic is. Uh, like I feel like that could either go like, "Oh fuck this guy," mm-hmm. or it could go like, "That's hilarious. That's yeah. the joke that well, the other guy said." Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that happened. To oh, just the podcast ruin. guys loved it. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, this is amazing." Yeah, and like, but any comic who would get mad at that isn't going to appreciate the joke anyway. And if they appreciate the joke, right. then they're not doing a Viagra joke yeah. anyway. So yeah. it's, or if I saw you do it, I'm definitely not doing right. it tonight. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> you know? shit, I'll... <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that's... I mean, I, I've only ever been in that position once where I saw the guy... Like, I watched... The MC did a joke similar enough to mine where I was like, oh, shit, I'm glad I saw him do that because I just won't do it. Right, yeah. You know, it was just one of those things. And then whenever I see that, I'm like, well... So obviously, didn't steal it, right? Because I've never met the kid right, yeah. before, and it was it was just a weird coincidence. And it was like just it was just really close in subject, and it was like, damn, I can't definitely can't do that bit right, tonight. Right. But had I not seen it, I'd look like such a douche. Oh yeah, yeah. You if you're not paying attention, you you and I did a show together uh, a long time ago, and uh, uh, the headliner had told me. Oh, I'm excited to be working with you because I'm doing all new material now. <laughs> and then did a show, and then after the show, I'm like, hey, when's that? Uh, what, what what's happening with the new material? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? I go, it's all the stuff that you were doing nine years ago. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen you in nine years, but yeah. that's, that's what I remember. He goes, yeah. oh no, that's all new. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. And I'm finally like, you know, changing. Wife to ex-wife doesn't make that new. <laughs> yeah, that's right. not, it's, not, it's not new. It's, it's a new bit. Yeah. I got this new bit. Yeah, a new bit. <laughs> all, all my wife material right. is now ex-wife yeah, material. It's hysterical. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Holy shit. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I also have seen, too, um, this guy. I can't remember who who's telling me about this. Uh, somebody it was mentioned that um, the headliner would call back to hit one of his bits every every show mm-hmm. 
and but he was a huge dick to him off stage. Right. And then the last show, and he never watched his set, but he would always open with the same callback and would just you know crush right up sure. front. And he was like, "Fuck this guy." Just don't. Yeah. yeah. And so he doesn't do it. And the headliner last show of the week <laughs> opens with the callback and nothing. It's awesome. Looked like a huge dick. It was so funny. I love that because that means yeah. that the headliner is assuming that the feature only has that material, right? And can't. That's. Yeah, so, I, I, I like yeah. any any time where like the comedy universe kind of writes itself. Yeah, you know, it's it's like watching a, like a Mother Nature film or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I like uh, any of that. I like. <laughs> it's, it's at some point that's what you have to look for in in this business. Otherwise, you just oh, get totally. so depressed. It's, it makes it fun. Yeah, it and that's fun. you have to find something like that. You know, <laughs> God, I, there are times where I like enjoy working with people that I don't want to work with because I try to find something like that. Right. It is. Know? Yeah. So I have a I have a group of friends, uh, different people for different situations. That when I'm in a weird spot at a show or on the road, I have someone I can text the or yeah, you know, send the Talk situation to, like to. bond over. And they're like, oh, gee, this is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, so you have to oh, have yeah. you nuts. That's so funny. That's but great. I don't think those people, the ones that we're talking about, I don't think those people have those people mm-hmm. because they're so oblivious and they think that they're the Billy Squires of the world. <laughs> to bring it back to Billy Squires. <laughs> Jesus, that's that's amazing. Wow. Man, Matt. Well, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks buddy. for having me, man. I, I appreciate to, it. Yeah, I've uh, wanted to do this for a while. So. I appreciate it. it takes a, it's it's weird when I'm like, oh, man, people really, it's nice that people actually want to do this shit. Oh, it's and it also podcast. gives me a reason to shoot the shit with you. Yeah, no, that's You know, awesome. without having to be like, yeah, oh, man. we'll work together once every year right. or so. And <laughs> just, I, I would, anytime, I would love to do that. So, yeah. So, this is always fun. Um, what do you got coming up? You got, uh, want to plug anything while, uh, while got, you're on the show here? Yeah, I've got a ton coming up. Um, so I, uh, the reason that I moved to Frankfurt mm-hmm. is, uh, my record label, which is on tour records, uh, is based there. And mm-hmm. I was the first, uh, artist on the label. And we now have, I think we have, 62 yeah. titles Yeah, and you've now. got, so I was looking at the website, you guys you yeah. have some great, yeah, great we have a lot. comedians on, and on yeah, the, the label. Yeah, the roster's great. I'm yeah. really proud to be uh, part of the roster that we built. And um, so the owner of the label is uh, Ross Duncliffe, and uh, he reached out to me and said that he wanted to start uh, producing podcasts. And uh, so he asked if I would come on, uh, come on board and launch that part of the business mm-hmm. and kind of run that. So I relocated to Frankfurt, we built a podcast studio, we built out some offices, and we are launching the Onter Media side nice. of the business. And uh, we will launch, I think, I don't know when this comes out. Probably next next one. Okay. A week, yeah. So In probably a week, a week or two after the people are hearing this, mm-hmm. we will launch uh, Stuart Huff's podcast. Great. Uh, and that's called uh, Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Yes. And, and Stuart uh, Huff is hilarious yeah, for anybody who doesn't know. This podcast yeah. is really cool. I won't, yeah. I won't tip the hand on it, but yeah. it's really cool. So he's already recorded the entire first season. Great. He came down and recorded like 20 Oh, he's going to do like an episodic thing? Well, it's, 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 he just, or, we're recording a full season of it just because okay. it's the only way we can get Stuart to Schedule do it. Schedule-wise, it works. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he came in cool. and recorded like 28 hours of program. That's amazing. And then we're doing- That had to have been oh, it was so amazing. much fun. It was, yeah. it was one of the greatest things. So, and I'm, I'm on four or five of those episodes, but, uh, so that launches sometime in the next few weeks. Cool. Uh, and then September one, I'm launching a craft beer podcast. Hell that yeah. I'm doing with, uh, my buddy Lou DeGrant. Yeah. And that's called another beer podcast with Lou and Matt. So we're launching cool. that sometime at, uh, September one time frame. 
Uh, other than that, just touring around. I'm, you know, yeah. You're still working the road like crazy, right? Like, yeah. On top of all that, so like 47 weeks yeah. on the road. So next year, I'm pulling that back. Yeah, uh, probably because I can't do all. It's I can't crazy. get it done. I, I see, I see, I see everywhere you go, and I'm like, dude, how are you juggling it all right now? It's I crazy right now. So we're trying to we're trying to launch the podcast thing. So uh, that's exciting. Do, yeah, and just find me on uh, so social media on tourrecords.com. Yeah, and then uh, what's your website? Uh, MattHoltComedy.com. All right, and Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. It's all at Holt Comedy, there and then go. Uh, I've got the beer podcast has a Twitter and all that stuff. Sweet, so and there'll be uh, links. I'll put links to all your stuff Sweet. in the description. That's so. awesome. Thanks, Th- man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.